I'm happy to have with me Mr. Ajit Thakur, who has had an illustrious career and was part of companies such as Kirloskar Brothers, HCL Infosystem, IBM India, Synopsys India Software Private Limited, Creaform, and Dell EMC. Currently, he is the India and Southeast Asia Manager for Mantis Vision, an Israeli-based company that is at the forefront of 3D depth sensing technologies. Their vision is to embed all mobile phones with 3D depth sensing cameras and take us from the 2D medium into the 3D medium, which is the future of AR, VR, MR. I really enjoyed this conversation. I hope you enjoy this conversation too. So thank you for joining the XR Home Podcast, Ajit. It's a pleasure to have you. So you seem to be super passionate about 3D depth sensing technology. That's that's the reason I guess jump jump from Creaform to uh, Mantis Vision right now. So do share a little bit uh, of yourself, your background, and a little bit more about Mantis Vision. Yeah, thank you, Ari, for calling me here. It's absolutely my pleasure to be with you guys, and I'm super excited to see what you guys are doing. So regarding me, you know. Um, uh, I've been passionate about technologies and uh, uh, I didn't know that you had researched so much about my career. But uh, if uh, if you see that, then, you know, uh, I, I, I like to work on technologies which changes life faster, okay? Right, right. And uh, though every technology is, plays a very important role, but few things which, uh, which has a very impactful, uh, you know, uh, evolution. Right, right. The like... The 3D domain where I am in when I started uh, mm. working on uh, 3D scanners, handheld 3D scanners. Right. So people were zapped to see that, oh, how quickly, how easily you can scan a, right. a physical object uh, with the, so much of ease. Right. Because before uh, handheld scanners, most of the th- uh, digitizers were uh, tripod based. Right. And it required a, a very rigid setup, very controlled environment to work on your projects. Right. And that's how the technology progresses, right. you know, uh, thanks to the people around the globe, those investing a lot in research and development right. and bringing out the newer innovation. Right. So talking about my current assignment, you know, I'm, I'm managing the uh, Mantis Vision India operations. It's an Israeli uh, high-tech company. Right. And um, uh, our main areas into bringing out solution products, hardware, software in 3D domain. And right. that also includes uh, developing solutions for AR and VR. Right, right. And uh, uh, since you are very much into the AR, VR domain, right. and uh, uh, you would you would appreciate that uh, how how impactful it would be for the users if we equip, equip them with the technologies that can solve the challenges completely agree. and completely. You know, bring innovations to completely. their products right. give user right. uh, make user more powerful right. bring uh, amazing user experience right. and that's what ar vr is all about right so that customers they are having a, a experience which can you know which can delight them right. during a during a commerce during an education during consumption of any you know uh, data so that's what AR and VR is all about. Thank you for giving us more details about Mantis Vision yourself. So yes, for personally, I've been in the AR VR business for the last uh, couple of years. We started in 2016. So I, I feel personally that uh, 2D is like a dying medium and everything's going to evolve into 3D. You know? though, though we experience a world in 3D, but somehow we've been restricted to 2D. With with the mediums, right from what, uh, your phones to to our computers to to our TV screens to our theaters, and with a company like you guys, I mean, which is forefronting the three D 
uh, 3D movement. I, 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 I mean, I personally, I mean, I'm, I'm always looking at the future. So, how long do you think would would the transition take from us being so used to the 2D medium to get into the 3D medium? No, that's a uh, that's a good question and more relevant for our industry. Mm-hmm. See, uh, what uh, what what I think is what is limiting us or what is a barrier for this industry to be uh, to be more democratic, to be easily available mm-hmm. to, or or the, or we want the users to be using this uh, technology is we don't have the bandwidth in the background. So uh, when I say bandwidth, I mean the uh, transferring the data, transferring the information. Right, right. With the 4G, right. still we are struggling if we want to watch a movie or if we want right. to download a movie. Right. And it takes some, I would say, sometimes more than 15 or 30 minutes. Right. So think of scenarios where, you know, we have a dense data, which 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 we will always have using uh, the technology that we are talking about right because it's a voluminous data right, right. exactly so exactly. the uh, and we if we try to interact with the um, uh, stakeholders right. we need a better bandwidth right and which is limiting it uh, right. currently right so for a closed group interaction yes it is okay because right. then you can control the uh, movement of the data right but the moment if you you want to open up you want to interact with the outside stakeholders, inside the stakeholders. You want to do B2B, you want to do B2C. That's where the whole platform thing comes. And and if you are following this, then you must be hearing a buzz about 5G. Completely. So this 5G is what? Mm. It gives you a pipe that can make whole process seamless. seamless right. And believe you me, once we have that efficient 5G infrastructure, the adoption of this technology will skyrocket. And that's where the uh, the user will have the power in their hand with the mobile, uh, with the compute, the kind of evolution of compute happening on the mobile platform, backed up by the telecom infra that 5G will bring. And that will transform the whole uh, process, the way we interact. And we will start adding the volume to the information, which we are not doing currently. We are not adding volume currently. Right, right, right. We are so, restricting ourselves to the 2D. What timelines do you see for 5G coming in? So at this point in time, obviously everybody is going gaga about 5G, 5G coming in. Uh, none of the phones are 5G ready, right? And uh, there, there, there are obviously these last mile drawbacks. Like I was having a conversation with this guy from Geo, and obviously he was saying that all the all the uh, necessary infrastructure has been done, all the cables have been laid out. It's just the last mile uh, gap, which is the the gap which which has been delaying stuff and possible. So when do you think five G actually coming in, where people will be using five G, which will helping. Which, which will help not just us, the, the, the developers, content creators, and also the, the, the people who are uh, forefronting the technology by providing these uh, 3D depth sensing solutions. I don't have the date for you right now. Right, right. It's up to the investors because most of these investments will come from the private sector, okay? So uh, it will be uh, early on my part to comment on that. But the way the, way the technology is making waves across the globe, I don't think India will be far behind. But having said that, once once we talk about the uh, adoption of applications or the tools which requires depth sensing uh, right, right. Uh, mechanism, okay, on B2C side, I see that 5G will play the role. Uh, it will augment the um, uh, usage of 
these applications but still where we are today as on today education the engineering the trainings and all these uh, sectors they are showing inclination towards using uh, ar and vr in their workflows and they are creating models they are creating applications right. for using it so when we talk about the 5g it's it's uh, primarily uh, we think of you know um, uh, going to the um, uh, to the last mile right. to the to the end user level right. adoption of these applications i think is we are at a nascent stage india exactly. is at a nascent stage yeah, right but uh, 5g will augment it right. but it's not that we, uh, we are not doing currently uh, we are not doing anything right now right. i think there are more than 200 startups in india right now right. those who are working in this domain wow so uh, it's a big number wow but uh, and imagine uh, we have the infrastructure we have the tools like mantis uh, provide brings to the market right. and there will be other stakeholders who will right. be contributing it uh, in it because the ar and vr it will change the way we we will perceive the information exactly how we interact with the environment with, with the environment right, so right. it will be a sea change right this will be a defining moment in yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, evolution of the technology completely on 5g front i don't have the date right. but it will be soon i right, i right. i assume i hope so i hope so even i'm pretty much excited about it because obviously i mean it'll just make life more simple seamless and things like that so tell me more about this uh uh 3d uh cameras which you guys are planning to embed in phones if you just look at uh, our website or if yeah. you're following us then uh, hardware foot footprint that right. we developed so we have a unique capability to change the footprint of that hardware right uh, when i say this uh i essentially mean is the same hardware i uh, the same hardware footprint the form factor the technology we are transporting transforming it for a industrial application Right. which is the uh, industry 3d scanners right we are again transforming that to make it available on a mobile phones right where you have to be very very cost competitive to give uh, to make it uh, exactly. affordable right and uh, then we are also using the same form factor same right. hardware right tweaking with with this optics and some softwares right and bringing it to the applications where a a system requires a depth sensing uh, module right so right. we have an oem uh, engagements with a right. lot of customers right we have uh, off the self uh, 3d scanners right. which are f6 smart right right so these are readily available for our right. um, enterprise customers and then on mobile front we had some engagements we uh, we worked with uh, companies like xiaomi Right. they launch few phones right. and there are some more projects in the pipeline right. and these all are governed under nda so we cannot talk yeah, much, much much on that right. so we have that patented technology right. we we know how to transform the uh, platform right. i would say from a 20 cm uh, baseline right. to to 5 cm baseline wow. so that transformation capability we have lovely yeah so that's lovely. how we are we are able to embed the same capabilities across the platform mobile or the oem engagements or the professional grade 3d scanners so so lovely super by i did see some of your 3d scanners handle 3d scanners so do talk about uh, some of your 3d scanners and, and the use cases because use cases obviously there's so many but there's something which you think india is adopting in in a big way at this point of time yes so uh, adoption of uh, 3d scanner is growing now right. so earlier it started with a Tech, uh, engineering companies and mostly the automotive companies and and some of the industrial 
companies but now as we we are getting uh, the com- the compute power is getting affordable and uh, even the evolution of 3d scanners it is bringing the cost down and it it's um, uh, it's more easy to use now right and that's where you know that innovation uh, the mantis brings to the uh, to the world right and um, uh, we call it f6 right. f6 smart right so uh, we have two models currently f6 smart and right. f6 short range right so um, uh, we are it's a laser based uh, technology we right. are using infrared uh, as a laser right and then we have our patented uh, structured light uh, mesh which get projected on the uh, component on the object, yeah, on the right. object and right. the ir ir camera records the uh, deformation that happens right. on of the uh, mesh right right of the grid right of the grid and it records the um, information and it creates the uh, 3d Lovely. mesh for you some of the uh, uh, the value that we brings is in terms of scanning speed you can scan a very large object quickly you get a very uh, quality data right. that can be used for many applications right for example uh, one of the domain which i feel will be uh, using this technology extensively is forensic Right, right so in forensic um, still the investigation agency relies on the 2d uh, right, uh, right. pictures which they right. think right. but imagine those guys are equipped with the technology like ours right they can go and quickly this uh, crime scene in few seconds and they will have a data which can be uh, shown to the courts that can be uh, that will make their investigation investigation more uh, watertight completely and can be uh, it's it's a it's a auditable record that is one area second area where i feel is nowadays everybody talks about design as a consumer we are we are fancy about designs be it our kitchen be it our furniture be it our cars be it our bikes so as a as a business as a marketer if i'm selling any of these services first thing what i need is my cust- uh, how how to give an a customer an experience which can shorten my what do you call sales cycle or delivery period whatever you want to call that yeah. so this technology will be a big enabler if you're a designer of an uh, interior of a house right okay and uh, most of the time you carry with you the leaflets right right and you try to show your users in a different way like this right. like that right. and try to get the feedback from the customer imagine if you carry your work on your laptop with three dimensional information right. and present it to your customers right then the customers can have a real time look at what you have done right what they can expect yeah. and then you can run multiple permutation combinations when you ha- once you have that in the digital transfer uh, in the digital form and AR and VR right. is a next step to it, completely, and completely. that's where the whole thing gives a great user experience, and that's what nowadays we are talking about digital transformation. So, even the three D scanning is part of digital transformation, right? And um, uh, I feel uh, for the marketers, for the market segment, which I was talking about, so wherever people are fascinated about designs right beat any product right this technology is going to exactly add exactly. tremendous value in completely. the entire delivery flow completely completely when you're talking about forensic i mean i can just imagine because i was thinking it will be such a 
beautiful use case because you can just preserve all, all of those things completely intact for the investigator to come and see it in in all its perfect glory and then you can and uh, we we record in uh, at one is one scale so right. you can measure all the crucial dimension as per your requirement similarly for we did, uh, I would like to touch upon the heritage prevention part heritage so that is something uh, uh, which is this technology is a great great Completely. enabler for the policy makers for the guys who are into right. it right and uh, having learned that uh, the fire incidents in the uh, paris museum right what if if something happens to one of your exactly. most most preserved uh, artifacts right right so how do you cre- how do you recreate preserve. it how do you preserve it right and that's where 3d scanners or 3d scanning uh, technology will is going to help have you been engaging the foreign uh, indian department or the heritage uh, the people who are looking at uh, the museums and heritage H- have you been engaging because i i see a big opportunity over there in fact i mean i just recently i think i got in touch with somebody who 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 were looking at a solution for for the museums in fact i uh, i don't really know whether you know about this uh, uh, guy called simon uh, she he he is from this company called uh, reality virtual it's, it's based out of uh, new zealand okay. he is one of the guys who's forefronting ultra realistic photogrammetry uh, uh volumetric videos and, and uh virtual reality and he's been I, i think he captured something for the giza pyramid in 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 volumetric so he's one of the the guys who's forefronting and he's doing an ama- amazing work so have you uh, engaged with the indian forensic department or or the museums or heritage uh, i'm trying to reach out to all the stakeholders uh with some i have initiated the discussions i have shown them the technology as well uh, and the response has been very positive and uh, uh since we it's a portable technology right. that i'm talking about right. from mantis right it would be an uh, all, uh, it would add tremendous value to the whole uh, uh, uh if you talk about the uh, the policing workflow right right uh all their you know pcr vans or Uh, the guys on the roads right, right. they can carry these equipments and right. they can reach to the accident sites or can reach to the crime scenes quickly immediately when right. that incident happens right right so it's like you know you're making your end users or um, you're making your guys who are on the streets uh, the uh, the policing staff more right. powerful right. with these uh, gadgets right right so yes we um, i have made some presentations i've been talking to them right right and i hope uh, in uh, coming months we'll develop this conversation and uh, more inputs coming from my lovely. these departments lovely lovely so um, like you said i mean I, i see a beautiful marriage between ar vr mr and the technology that the solution that you guys are pro- providing so what do you think about the indian ar vr industry and is there some kind of uh, language that you trying to like uh, you trying to engage the industry to grow because it's going to help you vice versa like i mean if you if you push the the industry forward the arvr industry forward i mean it's going to help your business so is is, is there any initiatives that you, you uh see uh, whenever we go and talk to our prospects or customers mm-hmm. uh since ar and vr is part of our integrated flow so as an as an corporation we are mandated to push this technology to our customers because uh, there are some of the application areas we discussed about that that's uh, after 3d scanning that's a natural course right uh, for example the product design right 
product validation right. the the collaboration in the product design right. then uh, we talk of maintenance right. we uh, we talk we talk of um, a lot of applications in uh, gamings and right. in the vfx industry right so we go and push uh, the entire end to end flow right so we provide a technology that helps you to get uh, 3d three dimensional information but ultimately consumers will have lot more to do with that information right and that's where we see even our workflow the way the company wants to uh, progress is mm. we want to have integrated workflow uh, right from creating an asset then right. using that three dimensional assets for right. App, right. right for applications um, uh, in ar and vr domain right so yeah. we are we have done lot of projects we have uh, we have been showing it in almost all the uh, exhibitions where we are participating right. right so we have we have the technology to teleport uh, the data yeah. i can make you transfer from mumbai to delhi telepresence yeah. telepresence i can we can make you to conduct uh, virtual meetings right calling the guys from different platforms uh, yeah. and uh, yeah. make it happen to work together Right. So right. Uh, we are working. We are anyway, we are working on those technologies, and we have the ready, uh, readily available solutions. Lovely, lovely. So do talk a little bit more about your use cases. I mean, because you would love to know. Because th- these are the obvious, like the forensic or the the museums or the telepresence. Is there anything that uh, one is the uh, movie production? Right. Then gamers. Right. So there, uh, in uh, there's a there's a great applications for the uh, body scanners. You know? Right. Right. So uh, you want to create a replica of yourself. Right. Then you want to create. Um, it's basically creating avatar, which right. can be used in the gaming, which can be used for filmmaking. One of the unique capability that uh, we bring is we have solutions which can do, is uh, which can create a static three D model, as well as we can create a dynamic three D model. So that is. Uh, so once we create a dynamic 3d model right. it opens up a new um, uh, it can be used in, uh, in 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 many other applications Completely. which yeah. which uh, they were um, they were not able to achieve right right and uh, right. for doing that they had a very cumbersome workflow right so right. now that we can create a studio like this right. where we are talking right. and everything will get reco- recorded in volume in volume with wow. volume Like so, so I would like you to talk more about that. Like when you, when you said like these these portable things, now for, for example, uh, so that's a, not a ex- so that is not that, a portable. That, that's thing. not portable. That's, that's not, not a portable. That's okay. Because uh, but how how expensive might something like that get? You know, because uh, I mean, I I personally am super excited because I mean, we being an AR VR content studio. We push driving the ecosystem, and and the, I don't see anybody in India who's looking at volumetric. Mm-hmm. Because everybody should be looking at it, but they're not looking at it because I I feel volumetric isn't the next big thing. So is there uh, an engagement like you're looking at maybe like a collaboration or synergy where you're trying to engage with a a studio content studio where you can partner where, where the studio comes and builds stuff which you can then showcase and, and push drive the ecosystem. Is there anything like that you're looking at? Or th- this is one of the question. Uh, and second question would be. If you're looking at a volumetric content, a studio. If you want to put in a volumetric studio, what would be the basic cost with uh, the solution that you provide? Roughly, I mean, roughly. This, this is a great. Yeah. <laughs> this is a great question. Uh, so, the way I look at the market landscape in India mm. is currently most of the large. Even if I talk about the large corporations, right? 
they uh, they adopt or they acquire the technologies right. after having consumed it through service model right they um and i could be wrong but most mm, more often than not they're not uh, even a large uh, production house a, a very b- big movie production house if right. i go and talk to them right the first thing they will ask do you have a service provider yes so i'm not sure why they talk of this is right. it because they don't want to get into something which is not their key area because their end goal is to produce a movie right, right, right. they don't want to get into i need to set up a lab and right, all right, right but they seem excited with right, this right. so the first thing they ask is do you have a, a service providers right so that comes then that strikes me and that brings me to a point where i think the the ecosystem needs to be Uh, we need to make a very strong ecosystem exactly so exactly. there is a role for a service provider right to work on these technologies right. and start pushing this to the uh, end users who need the output from these systems uh, when a technology which is newer right and um, uh, you are trying to develop a lot of applications right sometimes you know uh, there are certain applications which are very very much evident right they are up on the table right. you can see that right but sometimes you need to experiment right you completely. you never know that oh this is what i was thinking what, what, what can do. and uh, i yeah. got it now completely. through so that's where maybe they are not able to do the roi right. they think right. that why should i invest in setting up a studio right i i make only two movies in a year right but for a service provider he will have similar 10 production companies coming to them and every year he will have a, a good flow of work coming to him right, right. so there is a role uh, for everyone in the ecosystem right. the end user right then the value creators like you are creating value right so and sometimes you work more on applications you try to develop uh, more applications right. advocated to the many uh, to the industry right because they sometimes uh, they don't focus much on what they can achieve with the technology if i'm making car right. my role is to produce car right. primarily right but if you if we are doing something which can bring more uh, value for their customers in that industry right. uh, if some technology can bring a unique uh, consumer experience right. then they would love to hear that right so yes end user also drives the adoption right. the ecosystem partners they also uh, right. drives it right and i think there's everybody uh, there's many uh, means uh, uh, there is a room for growth for everybody in this whole ecosystem right, right. everyone can uh, make some money out of it another thing which i have realized is a perception so with with ar vr i mean this being a new technology so people i i, I feel a i mean a little averse of anything new and then they have this notion that this technology is expensive so they kind of stay away from it so do you face that kind of problem because i mean you know these big word 3d lidar scanner 3d depth sensing technology is is that false notion of just being expensive because i i feel what you guys are doing like going to the market with the mobile small uh your 3d sense depth sensing technology is it is the price point a major problem or the notion that is it's expensive again is something which is a drawback if you are following the technology trend so the uh, price of the technology is uh, i uh, i would say it's it's decreasing year on year exactly so the technological innovation is making these uh, all these newer technology affordable 
and yes it has its own time frame before you know it gets um, uh, um at a consumer level right that's right. Uh, there is a phase um, uh, through which all the technologies goes right? right right so but now in uh, for our domain uh, if you talk about the 3d scanning domain or right. the technology related to depth sensing we have plethora of uh, technologies right right so uh, it all depends on what customer needs right they have a solution av- uh, available in the market right but yes pricing as i said you know a um, uh, lot of end users they don't want to be a owner of these assets right. they want to consume it through service model right so that is one challenge right. and that challenge could be emanating from the fact that they feel it's expensive for me to um, own it right i would say uh, like mantis we we are working on a model we are working on the technologies we are trying to make it more affordable right we are trying to make it affordable and uh, we are also trying to we are creating use cases through right. which we can drive volumes right when i say volumes means um, uh, the mo- the moment you have a, a bigger market to right. uh work right you know you you have to uh, ma- uh, make a pricing which is you know uh, which can uh, one is that is affordable right and uh, uh, for the company also you know it gives a uh, wider coverage so what what's the future plan for mantis vision are you looking at it with the same importance as us and china or or is, or is india just one of the countries you guys want to look at with a future vision we are pretty much uh, uh, very very serious about india market mm-hmm. i i gave you an background about what mantis is right. what what do we want right. we are bringing out a uh, quality product right we are bringing it at a pr- price point where i can address bigger market right and uh, with that consumers or my customers will have an unique opportunity to own this device right work on various applications right. we are giving a integrated workflow for ar vr right. not i don't think any anyone is doing that right. even if i i don't i can't uh, right. count uh, i can't uh, recall anyone right. offhand so with with this uh, with this value offering uh, see as this uh, technology is evolving in india you know right. i'm right. if i talk about ar vr particularly right. this right. is this is an evolving stage right. Right. 3d scanners is uh, are been there for many years now right. Right. but as i said the few application areas which we talked about right. so uh, that uh, that's where we want to generate um, more volumes we want users to acquire these technologies right. we are bringing it at a price point which will be very attractive for my channel partners right. for my end users right. and we are committed to bring more products right more capable right. more features right yet it will be very very competitive we want to develop more use cases right which 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 because if you see our evolution we were both b2b as well as b2c company right right so the volume comes from c the value comes from the enterprise right so that's the model we have been evolving nice and that's how i see the future right. uh, though uh, i cannot be 100% sure about it because right. there are a lot of things which happens right. at the corporate level completely but uh, product pricing product variant use cases right. 
we would be targeting the market segments where there is volume right and because we want this whole ecosystem to uh, adopt this technology right and we will help them in uh, making it affordable i'll wind up with this last question so do, do you have like a personal moonshot my appeal to the uh, industry would be i'll go with this add volume to your digital life and if we all start thinking like the um, like one probably uh, the whole ecosystem would grow and uh, we will see some amazing things happening through the depth sensing technologies that we bring that you bring and the entire industry is trying to collaborate and do wonders for or do create value for the consumers oh, lovely so i'll i'll end with that and uh, i'm super excited about what mantis vision is bringing over here on board and as a virtual reality content studio i'm i see that my life becomes simpler with with their technology <coughs> and this is a marriage which is really going to help us and I, uh, it's going to help the entire industry also so i'm super excited because i think eventually the 2d medium is going to die down we're going to move on to the 3d world and, and thanks to mantis vision uh, that uh, that might accelerate the this thing so thank you for joining and i will have the details of mr ajit thakur below on the link plus the mantis vision website so you guys can get in touch with him so thank you and catch you guys next time eh? thank you see you guys bye thank you bye bye thank you very much mm.